Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Startup employees in the US are, according to the findings published in Carter.com, losing $30 billion every single year in unexercised stock options because over 50% of them do not exercise their stock options upon leaving a company. My guest this time is Oren Brazilai, founder and CEO at Equitybee, a company on a mission to help startup employees obtain the capital they need to exercise their stock options. Oren is a serial entrepreneur. Prior to Equity B, he co-founded and served as the CEO at Startafire, a social marketing platform that served more than 3,000 of the world's biggest brands. Before that, he co-founded and served as the CTO at Tapingo, a mobile commerce application that was acquired by Grubhub for $150 million. Oren, it's my pleasure to have you on the show today. Bill, it's a pleasure to be here. Happy to be here. So beyond my wee introduction there, Oren, why don't you start by taking a minute or so and introducing yourself to our listeners? Yeah, with pleasure. So as you mentioned, uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Before being an entrepreneur and starting my first company, I was an employee. And I've seen it many times from different angles of employees getting stock options. In most cases, don't really understand or appreciate the potential value of these stock options spend few years in the company, create tremendous value for their companies. Well, and due to that, the stock price appreciated. And then when they left their companies, most employees that I met, that I know just didn't exercise the stock options, both because they couldn't afford the risk or they didn't understand the potential of their stock options. I've seen it happening too many times. I personally know multiple people that today could have been very wealthy today if they would exercise the stock options, but unfortunately they didn't. And after seeing it happening over and over again, I've decided together with my two co-founders to start Equity B with our mission to empower all startup employees to participate in the success of the companies they've helped build. Okay, thank you very much. Why, in your opinion, do stock options remain major collateral when it comes to employers trying to uh, attract? And, you know, we're, we're going through a time at the moment they're calling the great resignation um, and, and also to retain their, their top talents. Granting stock options to startup employees is a very good way to align the incentive of the employee with the success of the company. So you join a startup company you get stock options that are priced based on the current fair market value of the company. And while you are creating value for the company and the stock price appreciates, you are actually getting a piece of the pie. So it is getting stock options or equity in the company that you're working on is probably the best way to incentivize the team members to do whatever they can to impact on the success of the company. Uh, and based because of that, this is probably the most common way today to um, align employees with the interest and the best interest of the company. Okay, you just said something very bold there, and you know, obviously, um, your company is on a mission to help people with this stuff. So I wouldn't expect anything else. But you said that stock options are the best way to incentivize. Um, there are, of course, lots of other options out there, or in, in terms of ways to to attract and retain. Uh, folk and, and companies are desperately trying lots of different things from from childcare to uh, facilitating more work from home, for example. Um, 
when it when it comes down to it, uh, brass and taxes and all, all that, why are stock options so much more powerful than a lot of other benefits that are available today to to talent? Yeah, so I think it's a very good question, and and, and I think all anyone that is about to join a startup company need to understand the potential of stock options. And I will give you some context and then I'll be happy to share a specific example. So there are many very important benefits, you know, childcare, 401k, um, PTO, right? Um, and these are very, very important. And when you are joining any company, you should consider these benefits and what most important to you. However, while these benefits are very important, they are probably will not change your life, right? Um, these benefits, if you put dollar value on, on these benefits, it can probably be five or 10% of your salary. However, getting stock options at the right company at the right time can lead to a life-changing event, which compared to the, the value of the stock options, these benefits can be almost meaningless. And I'll give you an example. Just uh, about a year ago, we were approached by an employee that left his company. He didn't have a dime to spare and he needed about $300,000 to exercise his stock, his stock options. Just to give you some context, when employees join startup companies, they get stock options, they spend few years in the company and while they are in the company, the stock price appreciates. However, if they decide to leave their company for any reason, before the company got acquired or went public, usually they have a limited amount of time, 90 days, to exercise the stock options before these would expire. Now, that specific employee needed about $300,000 to exercise the stock options. He didn't have a dime to spare. He approached Equity B. Using our investor community, we've raised for him the $300,000 to exercise the stock options. That employee used the funds to exercise the stock options, and about a year later, when the company did a SPAC and the lockup period was over, these $300,000 translated to about $4.2 million. So out of that, these $4.2 million, that employee paid just over $1 million to the investors who supported him. However, he needed out with more than $3 million. And $3 million in one payday is a life-changing event for him, for his family, his children, and maybe one day his grandchildren. And that's the major difference between all other benefits and stock options. With all due respect to childcare or pension or saving account or medical account, these differences will probably create a short-term impact on your life versus owning stock options at the right company can lead to a life-changing event. And that, I think, is a very, very major advantage. Certainly is. $3 million, however it comes, sounds pretty good to me. Um, and, and, and let's just be clear here. I mean, the focus of today's chat is around size businesses, but uh, folk can also be offered stock options in, in large, larger organizations too, right? And, and those can still appreciate. And, and um, that's something else that, that can be managed over time as well. I, I guess you guys don't specialize in that, but um, it, it, it's in any size company that, that folk can, when they're negotiating for a contract during this war for talent that we're going for at the moment, um, they can potentially introduce that as, as an additional incentive for themselves. Correct. So today, in the tech ecosystem, it is very common 
to grant employees with equity uh, when they join a company. It's very common in a very early stage startup company. Seed and pre-seed companies grant stock options to most of their employees. And it is very common in pre-IPO companies that are about to become public. And they would like to incentivize top talent to join them. And they do, they do that with stock options for employees that are about to join. So any very early stage, from any, a very early stage company to a pre-IPO company, it's very, very common for companies to incentivize their talent with stock options. Let's play a little game, shall we? Okay, mm-hmm. let's kind of uh, let's let's do a mini recap of where we're at so far. Uh, you and I are getting into an elevator together, and we're going all the way up to the ninetieth floor or something. Okay, so we've got we've got about forty five seconds here, um, and I'm I'm desperate to learn, and and you're desperate to impart the 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 virtues of of making sure that you do um, exercise your your stock options. Very briefly, uh, in that time it takes for us to get up, up to the 90th-ish floor, paint a picture of, of the impact if, if I don't exercise those options, and, and maybe as part of that, uh, tell me a little bit about how Equity B tries to help employees extract that value. Yeah, uh, of course. So as mentioned, when employees join startup companies, they get stock options. Over time, the stock price appreciates. And when the employees decide to leave the company, if the company didn't go public or got acquired, usually they have 90 days to exercise the stock options. Due to the high cost of exercising and applicable taxes, over 55% of stock options in the US goes unexercised every year. That's over $33 billion in exercise cost of US startup employees every year. That's a major problem and that's employees' money that they are potentially losing once their company will go public or get acquired and they will not be able to participate in the success of their company because they didn't exercise the stock options. So what we do at Equity B, we've built a new platform and a solution that enables employees to sign up to our service, upload all of the necessary information. And from the other side, we have a community of investors, over 10,000 high net worth individuals, family offices, dedicated funds that are actually competing on the right to fund these employees in order to the, in order to help them to participate in the success of the companies they've helped build. In return, these employees upon a successful exit event and only upon a, success, a successful exit event will pay back a certain percentage of their proceeds to the investors who funded them. By structuring it as a, as a marketplace, Equity B is actually putting the best interest of our employees in mind to make sure that they are getting the best deal possible in order to fund and exercise the stock options, which in turn will help them to participate in the success of their companies upon a successful exit event. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, I think we got a little bit past floor number 90 there, but I, I was engrossed and, and I let the doors open and close on me and, and I was listening to everything you said. So uh, I appreciate thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know as much about this stuff as you do, obviously. And I've been reading around as part of my homework. And uh, one question I've got for you is around uh, secondary platforms. Um, so what I understand is secondary platforms allow employees who already own shares to sell their shares to investors outright. So is, is equity be the same or if it's not the same, why not? Oh, equity B is very, very different. So there are many great secondary platforms out there. They are serving shareholders. 
these shareholders can be past employees, existing employees, angel investors, VCs, and founders. The main difference is that when you are doing a traditional secondary transaction, it means that you are actually moving the shares from the ownership of the current shareholder to the buyer. In that case, it requires an approval from the management of the company, an approval from the board of the of directors, and it can go through a long process that's called right of first refusal from all existing shareholders, and then a process that's called cost sale from all existing shareholders as well. These processes can be very, very long and take, in some cases, a few months. Due to that, most secondary platforms or brokers out there have a very, very high minimum amount for to sell, at least $2 million or $5 million in some cases. Because of that, it's not relevant for most employees who first are not shareholders yet and don't have the support of the company or the ability to exercise the stock options and take the financial risk in order to sell them in the secondary market. What Equity B does, we don't, we are working directly with the employee and we offer them funding to exercise the stock options, but the stocks will remain under the name of the employee. Because of that, we can avoid all of that frictionless process and support employees that needs only $100,000 or $300,000 or work with low with low amounts versus millions of millions of dollars as minimum as minimum amounts in the traditional secondary platform. So the main difference is that Equity B is the only employee centric solution. We are working directly with employees, and we structured our product and solution specifically for employees, and not broadly in a broadly manner like the other platforms that are targeting any shareholder that can sell and they have the time to complete a transaction. Now, I, I should just add there that um, uh, part of what you guys offer as well is, um, is return for investors. Um, but we're not focusing on that today because this is the HR chat show. We're focusing on, on the benefits to employees. But uh, I just wanted to mention that because it seems like there are additional uh, aspects to what you guys do. Um, or in, in your opinion, why should employees use equity B and not just exercise the options by themselves? Yeah, so if an employee can afford the risk and the employee is interested in taking that risk, they can do it by themselves. But the fact is that over 55% of stock options in the US today goes unexercised. And the reason is that the average employee needs about $140,000 in order to cover the strike price and applicable taxes to exercise the stock options. Now, the average employee also spend about two and a half years in the company, which means that on average, employees will need about $140,000 every two and a half years, which is similar to their annual net salary. So most employees, and it's quite easy to understand why, can't afford to invest $140,000 in illiquid startup company every two years two and a half years, especially with that amount is similar to, to one annual net salary. Because of that, our data shows that over 55% of stock options goes unexercised. So for these employees that don't have other solutions and can't afford the financial risk or just don't have the cash, equity B is here for them. 
For the rest, 45 employees who are now exercising, they may be able to use equity B in order to mitigate and edge some of the risk in order, in order to, to keep some of their cash and um, use equity B in our investor community to exercise the stock options. Oren, you're going to be shocked and devastated, I'm sure, to hear that we are already coming towards the end of this interview. Uh, just two more questions for you uh, before we wrap up. We are going through a period where lots of people are, are moving jobs, of course, and it's going to stay like that, I suspect, for, for, for at least the next three or four months, at the, the, the sort of levels we're seeing right now. Um, any tips for, for new employees? who are, uh, they, they've, they've gone through the hiring process and they're about to uh, sign on the dotted line, but... Um, uh, before they get there, and any tips for those new employees in terms of negotiating their stock options package when they join that new company? Yes. First, you all need to remember that owning stock options at the right company can lead to a life-changing event. So you should negotiate your stock option package with the same attention that you invest and in, that you negotiate your salary and other benefits. 5% increase in salary is nice. However, 5% increase in the stock option grant that you are getting can be way, way more meaningful. So most employees today just don't understand stock options, so they don't negotiate their stock option package properly. You should spend some time, read blogs. We have some good content about this in our website, but you can find good content in other websites as well on how to negotiate your stock option package. Now, a quick tip where to start from is that the stock options count is meaningless. The fact that one company offered you 10,000 stock options and another company offered you 100,000 100, stock options doesn't say anything. It's about the total value of the stock option package. You should always ask the company, what is the current value of the common stock price and what is the what is the current value of the latest preferred share price the companies should provide you with this information and you should compare the total value of the potential stock option package between different offers and not the stock options count hopefully um, it makes sense and uh, it will help some of you to better negotiate your stock option package and increase your outcome upon a liquidity event. Okay, thank you very much. I, I I do wonder how many of these startups actually get this right, you know, and 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 have the information ready and available for for new hires, so that uh, the high, the new hires don't have to have that awkward conversation chasing this kind of information. But maybe that's a maybe that's an interview for another time. Um, before we wrap up for today, Oren, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe through your LinkedIn, for example, um, and how can they learn more about what gets happening all, all over at uh, Equity B? So you are all more than welcome to go to equityb.com, read about our solution, check out our blog to better understand uh, what stock options are, how they work, how to negotiate them, and how to maximize the potential outcome of your stock options. Now, if you have any specific questions to me, my LinkedIn profile is public and available, and I'll be happy uh, to answer any questions that you might have.
Perfect. And if we're not already connected, Oren, I will be sending you a LinkedIn invite straight after this. Um, well, that just leaves me to say for today, Oren, thank you very much for joining me on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Bill, thank you so much. I had a great time and happy to be here. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 